Thank you. Good morning. How y'all doing? Woo, thank you, Jesus. Good morning. Mm. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, let me do my duty. How y'all doing this morning? Thank you for the Father. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Come on. Come on in the room. Thank you, Father. Thank you for faithfulness. Oh, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for the spirit of truth. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for your glory. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, thank you. Oh, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We extol you. I'm sharing the video. So do me a favor, you share the video as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. My God, thank you. My God, bless you. My God, magnify you. We magnify you. We magnify you. We magnify you. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning. There you go, Courtney. You on, girl, this morning. We see you. Good morning, Courtney. Good morning, Sandra. How you doing this morning? Hey, girl. Um, good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Hi, y'all. Good morning. Hey, Sandra from Orlando. Good morning. Hey, Masa. Hey, Nia. Hey, Kedra. Hey, Katina. Good morning. Good morning, Auntie. Hey, Cherie. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning. Come on, Siri, girl. We ain't about to be. Come on. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We glorify you. Hey, Monica Robertson. Good morning, Jamika. Good morning, Stasi. Good morning, Cynthia. Okay, I got all my shares. Ah, uh, thank you, Father. Thank you, 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 thank you. I have something I'm gonna decree um, out of my mouth, and when I use the word declaration, especially if you've never been properly taught, um, because people are so afraid of faith, like and be. Can I say that? I don't want to offend you. Yeah, people sometimes are so afraid of what faith may look like in action or in the words that are coming out of our mouth. And I'm not talking about something like I'm not talking about name it and claim it. Like we need to stop um, um, taking things that we don't understand and uh, creating something for it. And then it's not healthy for the body of Christ. But I'm saying I'm not saying name it or claim it because because if nobody has ever really taught you about what a declaration is, or nobody has even really taught you that it's not you, like you're not making this happen. God is making this happen. And so when we decree or we declare 
or we say things out of our mouth. We're just boldly proclaiming promises of God. But we're also asking like the Lord to do something for us. A lot of times um, declarations show up as prayers as well. Um, so don't be afraid to say what the Lord says about you or to ask to be bold. Yesterday we learned about being bold before our father, right? Really being bold before our father. I don't know what's up with my voice this morning, but I'm telling you now these vocal cords are gonna be strong. Uh -huh. um, and so coming bold before our father and this morning in my heart, just praying for a breakthrough, like was what was on my heart. And it was funny because one of my prayer partners texted me this morning and she was like, it's just a season of suddenlies. And I just started thanking God and for our suddenlies. And I just started thanking God for like our breakthroughs. Like you, if you, there's nothing wrong with you needing a breakthrough. Like there's nothing wrong with you needing a breakthrough or asking God, I need you to break through. Let me describe what I mean by breakthrough, right? You may, you may, what I mean by a breakthrough, because we overly spiritualize so much. Woo! We overly spiritualize so much. Um, we religious, reli we religiously take things and just exploit them. We do. I don't know why it's out of balance, but it's okay, right? It's okay. We are learning to break outside the norm. We are learning to speak as God speaks. We are learning to think as God thinks. We are learning to shift our perspective. We are learning to talk as God talks. We are learning to be bold in our faith. We are learning to um, be the children of God. And I don't know about you, right? And some of you may have not had a good relationship with your father. Did not meet my father until I was 13. Um, but I am definitely like now a daddy's girl as God has restored that relationship. And when I'm dealing with my dad or I'm dealing with even my mom or I'm dealing with one of my aunts or somebody that I feel like is a person has been a person of authority in my life or just some like I'm not timid in my relationship with them. Like I'm really bold. Like I'm really bold. Like my one of my aunts on here makes the most amazing pound cakes ever. And I ain't gonna mention her name, but if you need a good pound cake, she's your person. Um, and she can make all kinds. Like I'm calling her boldly as my aunt because the relationship, the authority and the relationship has already been established. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning, Jerica. And because the authority and the relationship has already been established, then I'm talking to her from such a bold perspective. I'm talking to my dad from such a bold perspective. I'm talking. And so we got to get comfortable. Put this in your notes today. I have to become comfortable with talking to God as my father. I've got to become comfortable with talking to God from a bold perspective. Sometimes we don't have because we do not ask. Um, sometimes we do not have because we do not properly position ourselves. And then we do not pray the will of the father, the desires of our father. I'm not talking about um, God will do excess. E Ephesians 3 and 20. God will do above and above beyond what we ask or think of him. Like for real, we got to get back. And I'm not talking about praying to God for food or for, for shelter or clothing. That And the, that's the pagans. But if you're without food or clothing or shelter and you know um, that you're in need of those things, it's nothing, it's nothing wrong with saying, you know what, Lord, I need a breakthrough in this area. Like he's not going to shun you. 
because you come to him boldly and say to him, Lord, I need a breakthrough in this area. He's not going to shun you because you come to him boldly and talk to him about your needs. He's not that kind of person. He may redirect your attention. He may put your focus back in other areas, but he's not going to shun you because you come to him as father. So you got to become comfortable being bold and talking to your father, God, as father, even if you didn't have a good father figure. Oh, my God. Like, even if you didn't have a good father figure, praying and asking the Lord, like, sh show me, like, show me how to have this kind of relationship with you. Show me what it's like for you to be my father figure. I didn't have a good father figure. You can say that, like, you know, but there needs to be a boldness in you and there needs to be a position in which you pray to God in faith. So when I say declarations, it's just I'm making a statement of faith that I trust God. And when I heard the Lord this morning to pray for us to have breakthroughs, like to pray for God to say, to pray for us a breakthrough, this is what I mean by a breakthrough, right? When we say breakthrough, a sudden, dramatic, and important discovery or development, a sudden, dramatic, and important discovery. We need God to do something suddenly. We need an instance of achieving success in a particular sphere or activity. We need God to move in a particular area, right? And so this morning, we're going to align our faith together and just believe God, Lord, we need breakthroughs. Many of you need breakthroughs in your finances. Like you're not asking God like for the millions of dollars. That's not what we're talking about this morning. You can ask God for that if you know you got a project um, that God is giving you and you need him, you need the money and the resources for that. I'm not saying that, Lord, I need the resources for this. But I always say, I don't want to limit him in the amounts unless he's put a particular number in my heart. Like, I don't want to limit him in the amounts because I want him to go above and beyond. But I also have changed my process to go to a different level of expectancy to see God do above and beyond. So we're going to stand in faith and we're going to pray for breakthroughs, right? Like we got to, we're going to pray for breakthroughs this morning. We're going to believe God for changes in like our marriage. We're going to believe God for changes in our children this morning. We're looking for a sudden shift in the atmosphere. We're looking for his sphere of influence on our business. We're looking for his sphere of influence for those that are lost. We're looking for his sphere of influence for finances. We're looking for his sphere of influence. Like we want God to influence a situation. I'm asking you, God, to put your influence on this situation. I'm asking you, God, to put your success on this situation. I'm asking you, God, to intervene in this situation so that I can begin to see the hand of God like never before. Lord, when I say, Lord, I need a breakthrough, oh my God, I'm only asking him to show up, Nicole, and be God. Woo! Come on. I'm only asking him to show up and be God. And if we historically track the word, track through the word of God, we will see Elijah balled himself up. Woo! Come on. When he needed God to prove um, and to be God, like Elijah in Kings balled himself up when Ahab, when he had already declared that it wouldn't rain. Elijah balled himself up woo, and prayed with a fervency because he needed a breakthrough. He needed to see God's hand. He needed God to prove that he was God. We need a breakthrough in our prison system. We need a breakthrough in our government. Like we need to see these things happen. So there's nothing wrong. But I will tell you this. I really believe 
that it really starts with the repent. Because here's the other thing that I know about us. And I believe this really strong. There are some things that the Lord has asked us to do. There will be things that the Lord will ask us to do. And those things are connected. At every breakthrough, there's always obedience. I'm just telling you, at every breakthrough, there's always obedience. At every monumental moment, when Moses tapped the rock instead of speaking to the rock, he missed the moment of breakthrough because he lived in his level of comfortability. And a lot of times we want God, like it's just the way the kingdom works. It's just the way the father, think about your relationship with your children. And there are many things that God does for us, whether we are worthy of them. That is not what I'm saying, but there is still always an act of obedience or something that God has required of us or something that God has asked us to do that we didn't even did yet. Oh, my God. Like, go back to the point of instruction. Lord, have I followed the instructions of what you have asked me to do? Is this the holdup to my breakthrough? Some of us, just basic principles. The Lord told us to tithe, and we still ain't tithing yet. Or the Lord told us to give, and we still ain't giving yet. And we still try and told us to give at the same level. Or told us to slow down on our giving. Or told us to give into a particular area. Or told us to get up every morning to be on a devotional on time. Or and and we have been instead, like Moses, come on, speaking by the spirit this morning. We have been instead operating in our own space and at our own time and our own comfortability, not putting the things of God first. I can tell you, I don't know how many times I have operated in the strength of Lakeisha thinking it was justifiable, not putting the things of God first, whatever he requested, whatever he asked me to do in this season, not putting those things first, not doing the things that God asked me to do because I didn't trust him. Like, cause I really didn't trust him, Kelly. Cause I really didn't trust him, Courtney. Cause I really didn't trust him, Connie. Like not putting the things of God first and then expecting to see God's hand, Nicole, for real, expecting to see God's hand show up in a certain way. And God was like, I gave you the principle or the precept or the wisdom for this thing to show up. Malisha, come on. It's about living a disciplined life. It's about being in self-control. It's about honoring him in the things that he has, letting fear come in, letting anxiety come in, letting worry come in. Let me tell y'all something. This has been a very difficult season for me, period. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be like, oh, this has been the best season. It has been since last year, right? Um, Since last year, almost, well, we're almost in a two-year season, but like, it has been just a very hard season, like not a light, hard season. Like I've had heavy hits for the last, maybe almost two years, like gut punches, things most people probably would have lost their mind, right? So thank the Lord every day. Lord, thank you. I didn't lose my mind, right? We've all had hard season, like some stuff that's just been insurmountable pressure. And so then when Josiah broke his ankle, um, that man, that's a whole different, it put me in a different season on top of the layer of something else that I was struggling with and dealing with, right? Something else that I was casting my cares, let me say, and give, giving, giving that to God. The Lord gave me something. We went back to the devotional. Remember, we were not doing the devotional. The Lord gave me something. He gave me two things in this season. He gave me some instructions. One, I need you to still, no matter how hard it is, get up and do the devotion. <laughs> I need you to still get up no matter how tired, no matter how hard it is, 
and do this devotion on this season. Don't cancel, don't miss, unless I tell you the rest. Like, I need you to get up, and this is what I need you to do. This is your seed on this situation. This, this is your seed on this situation. It's your seed on this situation. So no matter how hard the press is, no matter how much the anxiety tries to come in, no matter how overwhelmed you are, here go your seed on this situation. I need you to get up. I need you to do the devotion. And I'm like, yes, sir. And then there were some other things that I wanted to start. And the Lord was like, I need you to cut those things out in this season. Here is where I want you to focus. Here's like, here is where I want you to focus. I don't want you to focus anywhere else. I want you to focus on this. Boom, 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 boom. Pillow talk came. Still want you to do Philip. I still want you to do pillow talk, right? I still want you to do pillow talk. Mind y'all, like I, I don't. I, I've talked about Josiah's situation, but mind y'all, like the infection in is in Josiah's bone. Like we are, the we have fight. We are the fight is to save the leg. That that's just be real. The and it came to it came to real awareness yesterday when they extended us. Four more weeks on the antibiotics. And the doctor was like, look, she put a name to it finally. This is what it's called. <laughs> this is where we are. <laughs> and I go and I start looking it up and I'm like, oh, <laughs> right? Because normal procedure is let's cut some of this bone away, right? So like I'm sitting here and I'm saying, so this is the obedience. This is your seed on this situation. This is the sacrifice because I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you. Right. I'm just telling you. And God did not cause this sickness. I'm going to be very bold in this. Then he's been very um, confirming on that. So like this is a situation. So here's your seat. These are the these are these are the things that I need you to operate in. And then I need you to make sure you're getting rest. That's it. I need you to make sure you're getting rest. I need you to make sure you're going back. And rest wasn't just rest is sleep. Most definitely. But rest was also me making sure I do the things that I like and the things that I need. So that was the obedience to what God need. So anywhere I missed it, and I'm pretty sure I probably missed it on the rest. <laughs> I'm just going to be real. I'm pretty sure I missed it on the rest part. That's the part I've missed it on. That's the part that has been hard for me. I missed it on the rest. So Lord, Father God, forgive me for not operating in the fullness of what you asked me to do, which was rest. Lord, whatever it is, like sometimes we just, and even if you don't know what it is, Lord, just forgive me in general. <laughs> if I've not honored you in the time, forgive me in general. If not, if I've not been obedient to your ways, just forgive me for those things, right? Because perhaps the one thing that you asked me and required of me, my God, my holiness, uh, my faithfulness, my duty, me, blind, me being blind to me, because often I'm blind. Can I tell y'all, son? Can I say this? I'm going to say this. God is not talking to you about everybody else and not talking to you about you. He just isn't. He just isn't. He, I'm very, when thus said the Lord comes my way, I'm very quiet to listen because God is not talking. God is not talking to everybody else, talking to you about everybody else and not talking to you about your faults, your issues, your problems yo mess he's not he's not that kind of god he's just not that kind of god right and so the rest like for me the rest you need the rest you got you got to get the rest then me asking god what does rest look like for me like what does rest look like for lakeisha 
Are you saying more sleep? Are you saying less activity? Are you saying more fun stuff? Because rest can be wrapped in a walk. Rest can be wrapped in lunch or coffee with your friends. Like, oh, that's good. Renee said, don't let me be blind about me. <laughs> don't let me be blind about me. I told you we've gotten so religious with rest is a part of it. So that was for me. Those are the instructions for me. So putting myself into a position and place of saying, okay, right? Let me have the mind of Christ in every circumstance and in every situation and trust you when you tell me to rest and trust you when you tell me this is how you need me to handle this situation because my obedience is what's going to unlock come on and then my ability not to be offended strife you cannot have you cannot have strife right and can i say this? and you are I don't want to speak by the faith, flesh, Lord. I only want to speak by the spirit. And you, you cannot, not you are not the strife monitor. You cannot have strife. The Lord has dealt with me this last year and a half about my heart. <laughs> my heart. My heart. He has dealt with me so much about my heart, my action, my responses to other people in their lives, in their circumstance, in their situation. He's dealt with me about my ability to be easily offended. He's dealt with me about my ability to allow my mind to be all over the place. He's dealt with me about my insecurity over the last year. And I've been real quiet with the people that I love, not saying much, because in this season, he needed to deal with me about me. Woo! Like he needed to deal with me, Dietrich, about me. He needed to deal with me. There were some layers. I, I have yet to arrive. Woo! I have yet, I have yet to arrive. I have yet, I don't know it. I don't know it all. So in the scene, I've been in, even if he's been showing me stuff, I'm not saying, yep, yeah, I got some gifts on me to see, right? But that's a gift that comes from God. But in the seasons, season where he silenced me and said, you know what? I need you to focus. There's some stuff in your heart that still don't look like me. There's some stuff in your life that still don't align with me. There's some stuff in your life that will hinder you in other seasons, Shauna. Come on. In, in other seasons, there's some stuff that'll hinder you. There's some stuff that I need to deal with in you that may not even be for right now. Woo! There's some stuff that, need, that I need to deal with that may not even be for right now but maybe for your further proofing or your further work or your further assignment or for your husband to come or for when your older children come back to the kingdom to work with you. There's some stuff that, that I need to deal with in you. <laughs> Keep your eyes on me. <laughs> Keep your eyes on me and let me do a greater work in you so that you can be bear more fruit, <laughs> so that you can become more sustaining and so that you can be more effective. But you're going to have to trust me. This is the Lord speaking to me. You're going to have to trust me. You're going to have to trust me with you. Woo! You're going to have to trust me that I know better than you. You're going to have to trust that I have more wisdom for you than for you because I created you. You're going to have to trust that if I put you back on the wheel and make you over, you're not a failure. Um, you have not fallen. You're going to have to trust if I shift the people around you woo, and I start letting them fall off. 
You're going to have to trust letting them go. Oh, my God. You See, I'm loyal to a fault. I'm loyal to a, I'm loyal to a, a deep place. Like, I'm loyal, but lo longevity don't equal legitimacy. And my mama said something to me one day. She says, sometimes you're loyal to the wrong things. And what's happening in it is it's keeping you free from you becoming all that you're supposed to be. I got to go. Sometimes you're loyal to the wrong things. And so God had to put me in the season the last year and a half, almost two years, and really reset my heart. He had to mature me. He had to show me the places where I was throwing tantrums and um, not giving in to his will and to his way in my single season. Come on now. I had clouded judgment about who should be in my life. He had to show me and remove that clouded thinking that was based on, come on, y'all, we're going to get a breakthrough. Oh, my God. That was based on traumatic experiences. That was based on low vision of myself. That was um, based on, and then he put a hunger and a thirst for righteousness inside of me. And when I begin, come on, Holy Spirit, and when I begin to hunger and thirst for righteousness, then what began to happen was it began to transform me. And then what it did is, it balanced out my faith to understand there is nothing, first of all, that I can do without that I can do without God. Like there's nothing I can do without God. Like there is no me. <laughs> there is no me. There is no, no, there were places of me still puffed up. There were places in me where I was still turning tricks. And I'm gonna use the word tricks when I say tricks. I'm a little hood. And what I mean by turning tricks is performance driven. Woo! Performance, performance driven where I was performance driven, where I was looking for optimal and peak performance and performance driven. There were still places in me where I was performance driven. And he had to show me that there were places where I was still driven by performance. I can't do this. Oh, come on. That I was still driven by performance, right? And so he had to peel back additional layers so that he could release. I'm gonna help you this morning. The things in me that were toxic, um, the things that were in me were deadly, the things in me that were dead, the things that me, me and me were that not life driven, but were performance driven, right? He had to prune it. When the Lord took me to do the devotional only one day a week, I didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> like, I didn't know, know what he was doing. But when he showed me later, I'm going to be honest. Can I be honest? He showed me. He said, gosh, you can't. I was showing up for y'all. I was showing up for y'all. Can I tell you what I'm doing in the season? I'm showing up for him. This season ain't about nobody else. This season, this season here, the words that are coming out of my mouth, the effectiveness of the devotional, the things that I share, this, this, this is just this about me, this me and him. Like this, he showed, He said, you were, you were showing up for them and it was wearing you out. And because it looked powerful and because it looked effective and because people were, people were um, pulling on you, you, was, you continued to show up for them. Even in seasons and times, I was telling you to rest. So he told me, he said, this is what I need you to do. He didn't take it away from me. He said, this, I need you to handle it. So I handled it like he told me to handle it. When I got to a certain breaking place and humility, he said, now you can come back. Now, now you can, now you, now you can come back. 
Now you ain't worried about numbers. You ain't worried about who gives. You ain't worried about who's connected. You ain't worried no more about who falls off. You ain't not worried about nobody. Now you can come back and do what I've called you to do because this is the calling that I placed on your life. But I had to enter a space with God that was uncomfortable. I had to enter a space with God that was unfamiliar. And I thought I knew worship and I thought I knew God and I thought I had experienced God and I had to enter a space with God, my God, where I got quiet. Can I tell you something? Where I learned not to fight for myself and allow him to fight for me. See, because I would chase after people to try to prove my love to them from insecurities that I had developed as a child. So I would try to prove to you how much you needed to be connected to me. I would try to prove to you how much you needed to love me. I would try to prove. And the Lord was like, you're, you're, you don't even realize you're more loyalty to them than you are to me. And I need your loyalty and affection to be with me so that I can properly train you so that I can take you in season so I can take you out of season. My God, come on. So when we declare breakthroughs, come on now. And when we're talking about divine appointments and seasons, my God, where God leads you beyond your understanding. Can we put that in our notes in our comments today? Lord, lead me beyond my understanding. Like, Lord, lead me beyond my understanding. Take me beyond the place of fear. Come on, y'all. Take me beyond the place of fear to my most success. Take, like, take me beyond the place, place of fear, right? I'm not, I don't want to be popular. I need to be effective. I need you to say, well done, good and faithful servant. I told you I threw away all my vision boards. I get rid of all my goals. And I said, this is what I want to do. I need to hear you say, well done, good and faithful servant. When I get married again, I want I want my husband to have full confidence in waiting who I am as a wife. And then I need to hear my children rise and call me blessed, right? Like reshift my focus. I'm learned. I'm learned. I got degrees. None of that stuff meant anything anymore because it was all about the kingdom. And my chase and pursuit of him became, Lord, I'll die without you. Lord, Lord, I'll die with, Lord, I'll die without you. Lord, this, this ministry that you've given me, like, it'll die without you. My children raising them, it'll die. I don't have a capacity. It'll die without, it'll die without you. Like, my relationships with others, it'll, it'll die without you. Like, I had to get an understanding that this stuff will die without you. Like if I'm not connected to the vine, come on y'all, John 15, if I'm not connected to the vine, Lord, this stuff will die without you. And I can't afford for this to die without you because in you, there's life and there's life more abundantly. Come on y'all, John 10, 10. In you, there's life, there's life more abundantly. In you, there's a, a place for me to breathe, for me to see. Psalms 91, he or she, Lakeisha, who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Like, oh my God, let me be where I abide in your shadow. And this is all that I care about. And this, because Lord, I will die. Like, this will die without you. 
What makes me think I can operate else? Like this will die without you. So, y'all done pulled some out of me this morning. So I want to pray, right? And I want you to get in faith. Like, I, I need you to get in faith with me. I need you to get in understanding. I need you to get in faith. When we declare today, when we pray this prayer of faith and we say, you know what, Lord, we are relieving you for a breakthrough. I'm we asking God to put his supernatural on our natural situations. Oh, come on. We asking God to put our natural. Lord, I need you to put your natural. Did you come asking? I need you to put your natural. I need a sudden, a dramatic. I need something sudden and dramatic. I need to I need something sudden and dramatic, Lord. I need influence in my business. I need influence in my marriage. Judah was having a, has been having a hard time with a teacher and a coach. And he was just like, man, mom, like, no matter what I do, they just don't like me. And I said, because you're trying to do instead of be. That's the whole point of just being LMJ. Like, just be LMJ. Don't be nobody else. Like, I don't be no, be, be who in the spirit of God. So like I told him, I said, because you're trying to perform for them. Like, you're trying to perform in an area where only the favor of God can move. Like you're trying to perform them. You're trying to earn their favor. You're trying to earn their likes. Son, you just need to show up and be Judah. You just need to show up. And this is what we're going to do. We're going to pray and say, Lord, because the, the, you told us in your word, the heart of kings are in your hand. Um, we're going to put this in a position in a place, Lord, where these two people, particular people, they are in your hands. And their hearts are hardened towards Judah. And because their hearts are hardened towards Judah, I need the favor of God to show up. Man, Judah got on the football field. I don't know who this was the other night, Monday night, and he showed up. And when he came in yesterday morning, he, he forgot about trying to please a coach. He forgot it. He said, I'm done with that. He said, I'm going to focus on the Lord. He had the best game, two interceptions, like the best, most craziest football game ever. He showed up. He came in my, my thing yesterday, and he said, mother. I said, yes, son. <laughs> Right, because I'm gonna tell you something about the distractions in this season. He says, "Mother," I said, "Yes, son." He said, "You know what was different about my game yesterday?" I said, "What was it, son?" He said, "The Holy Spirit was burning in me." <laughs> he said, "The Holy Spirit." He said, "Ebony." He said, "The Holy Spirit." Vanessa. He said, "Mom, you know what was different about my game?" He said, "The Holy Spirit was burning in me." He said, "I heard him talking to me." on the field, like mama, the Holy Spirit was burning in me. That was the difference in my game. He ain't taking no credit for Judah. He ain't say he showed up as no better player. He said, mama, the difference in this game and all my other games was that the Holy Spirit was burning in me, but he had surrendered from trying to, um, let, trying to make it happen on his own to allowing God to be God in his life. Because if you show up always trying to be performance-based, you will lose momentum, you will be distracted, you will become overwhelmed and consumed by the people that you are trying to please, and you will lose what God is trying to do in your life. Let me say this, and then we're gonna pray. Every distraction has been a setup to cause a delay. That is all distractions have been in this season so that you could be delayed, so that you could be behind, so that your focus and attention could be on something that isn't even, that your God can handle, that your God, that your God can handle. Like 
that, that your God can handle so that your focus and attention could be on something your God, your God can handle. Can I tell you something? I was sitting in the car. I'm going to give you one more thing, and then we're going to pray. I was. I had to take Josiah to take his ACT. Mind you, Josiah's life has not stopped because of the infection in the bone. It is not. He is SGA president. He has other stuff to do, and this is his senior year, and we have tried to keep it normal as possible. But what it has had me to have to do is I have to literally drive Josiah everywhere. Sometimes I am back and forth at the school four, five, six times um, a day. I was sitting in the parking lot. I had taken him to get his ACT. He said, Mom, come pick me up. I'll be out at 1130. I said, I'm going to be there early, baby, because I don't want you out the way, so, which is not my nature. I'm just telling you I'm growing. So I'm sitting there at 1115, 1120, um, 11.30 hits. He's not coming out. I was paused. And in my normal nature, I would be thinking about the next thing. Lay my seat back, put some music on, put my foot up on my dash and said, Lord, you have taught me patience at a level that I did not understand. And even in those 30 minutes waiting on him, I was resting. Why? Because I was resting in the Lord and the current situation needed me to be at rest in peace instead of me thinking about the laundry I had to do, instead of me thinking what I needed to do with Josiah Judah, instead of me thinking three or four or five days, there is something about practicing the presence of the Lord that would change your perspective. So today we're going to do, uh, we're going we gonna to declare our breakthroughs. We're going to declare our breakthroughs. And I just need you to all you got to do is place in the comment, I need a breakthrough. Like, you know the area you need a breakthrough. And then we all going to stand in faith together. And remember what I said a breakthrough is. And remember what I said we, we're doing when we're declaring. We're just asking God to put his supernatural on our situation. Some of you need financial breakthroughs. You done repented now. Guess what? God gets to restore. And yeah, there may be some mistakes you have to eat, okay? But guess what? He'll give you the grace even there. Lord, Lord, I need a breakthrough. I need a suddenly, I need something to suddenly appear, something to shift in my life. Lord, I need a breakthrough. I need a breakthrough for my children, Lord God. I need a breakthrough for my sons. I need a breakthrough for Javen, Jaleel, Jermaine, Josiah, Judah, Lyric, Logan, Shiloh, Zayden, and Casey. I need a breakthrough, Lord God. I need a breakthrough for my mother. I need a breakthrough for my father. I need a breakthrough for the city of Little Rock. I need a breakthrough in Palm Bluff, Lord God. Lord God, I need a breakthrough. Lord, I need a breakthrough in the state of Arkansas. The United States needs to see your hand, Lord God. We need a breakthrough, Father God. We need a breakthrough for lost souls, Lord God. We need more soldiers in the field. We need more bold people, Father God. We need folks to stand up for the kingdom, Lord God. I need a breakthrough for marriage. Come on, y'all. I need a breakthrough in my singleness. I need a breakthrough in my marriage. I need the hard places broken up, Lord God. Come on now. I need a hard places broken up, Lord God. Lord, I need a breakthrough in my health, Lord God. I need to see your hand suddenly, like in my life, Lord God. That, like just, I need to see your hand. We need to see your hand, Father God. We need to see a change. We need systematic changes. I need a breakthrough at work, Lord God. We need a suddenly, we need you to invade the spaces that have been hard. Invade the spaces, Lord God. We need a breakthrough. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. That's it. We need a breakthrough. We need a breakthrough. We need a breakthrough, Lord. We need a breakthrough. We need a breakthrough. We need a breakthrough. We need a breakthrough. 
We need a breakthrough. We need a breakthrough. We need a breakthrough. Breakthrough in your faith, right? Don't be afraid to be bold. Don't let nobody scare you because they don't know how to pray this way into telling you you're out of faith because you asked the Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I need a breakthrough. And then receive it. Lord God, I receive this. And then it's not magic. It's not magic. You ain't rubbing no genie. God ain't no genie that you rub the bottle and wishes appear. You're asking your life to line up with the will of God. And then you wait patiently. LMJ, what do I do while I'm waiting? What do I do while I'm waiting? What's the instructions while I'm waiting? Can I tell you what I hear the Lord saying? You worship. <laughs> Can I tell you what I hear the Lord saying? You worship. <laughs> you worship while you wait. So every time it looks like the situation is presenting something that does not honor God, not you, honor God. Like when it's when it when it does not look like um the situation is working, it's not, Lord, I worship you. When it looks like your children turn up and they ugly acting, Lord, I worship you. When it looks like it's about to turn into an argument or accusation in your marriage, Lord, I, Lord, I worship you. When your boss come in with the with whatever they got going on, Lord, I worship you. This, this that's your your active worship while you're waiting. My God, that's faith. <laughs> that's faith. Your active worship while you're waiting. That's faith. <laughs> that's faith. Oh my God, Father God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for the Holy Spirit. I thank you for the presence of the Holy Spirit. I hope your can I say? I hope your servant. <laughs> I hope your servant has done you well. My God, let this word be so deeply implanted in us that it transforms our daily thinking. Father God, we place every care, every concern we have before you. And we thank you for the breakthrough. And we thank you for the suddenly. We thank you for the change. We thank you for divine positioning. We thank you for Jesus, for your holiness. And we receive it by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Two things, two things. Because the Lord places it on your heart um, to give, to sow into this. Um, go over to the website, lmjministries.org, and you can give there, or you can cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. You can give there as well, and you can find out all your giving. This weekend, we have Feed the Streets. Um, our program where we feed the homeless or those dealing with the food insecurity. Um, so if the Lord prompts your heart to give, go give. Um, oh my God, Lord, I thank you for wisdom today. This is for wisdom, knowledge, for understanding and for entering the place. We just thank you, Father God, for burning up the chaff in us, the things that do not align with your word. And I thank you for blessing the giving of your people. Now, the second thing, y'all know, I keep saying I'm raw and ready in this season. Um, and I don't mind sharing what he tell. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I was as lost as they come. And at 27, I was sitting in church and um, I had been in some just filthy places. Like I was the prodigal daughter. I had left Michigan, was living with my dad vicariously <laughs> all over the place. Um, safe, but not safe, showing up in church, um, but still living life the way that I wanted to. And I moved back home and God just began to do something. I started having visions really of ministry and I didn't know what it was. 
Um, and I moved back home and I'm home and I'm going to church in my cousin's church and I'm sitting there and I hear the Holy Spirit speaking to me and I'm like, this is really what it means to know Jesus. And at that point, um, all my drive to be perfect started lessening. It went all the way away. Um, my taste for the things that I thought were acceptable because the world did them, those things started fading. And I can only attribute that to Jesus. <laughs> like the things that were not of God, I could only attribute that to Jesus. Those things started fading away. And the more time that I've spent with my life hidden in Christ, um, the more that I've realized how God really, really, how really, really is, how faithful he can be, um, how faithful he can be. And I told y'all I've battled anxiety for a long time. Um, but through the word of God, I'm an overcomer. Um, through, through whatever is happening in my life, like I'm constantly overcoming by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. And I would always testify to the goodness of Jesus. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ, or maybe you need a fresh start. Maybe you like, Lord, I need something fresh in my life today. I want to be the person to lead you into the fresh space. And I just want you to repeat after me. It comes with acknowledging that Jesus Christ like died for your sins and was risen again. And he's here to take the place of death and hell. But it's not just hell. He's here so you can have a better life. If that's you, repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my life and to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. And then if you pray this prayer, send me an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. Say, hey, I made a statement of faith. Let me send you some materials and let me disciple you because I want to continue to disciple you. And what I mean by discipleship, continue to show up on the devotional. Like continue to show up here. Um, come to, if you're a lady, come to ladies Bible study. If you're a lady, get on the prayer call on Saturday morning. That's what true discipleship looks like, right? That I lead you closer in your relationship with the Lord. I love y'all so much. <laughs> I love y'all so much, but I promise you there is a God that loves you more and there is a wisdom for everything. Like I wanted to talk to y'all about Proverbs four and seven, but I hear the Holy Spirit. We'll get in that tomorrow. There's a wisdom for everything. And if you will shift your perspective about who God is as your father, you will experience him in new ways. Letitia, go to the website, lmjministries.org and subscribe and you'll get all our email announcements and it'll talk to you about Bible study and everything else. And you'll be able to keep up um, with where we're going. I love you so much. I love you too, Mary Davis. Pastor Mary, I love you so much. Oh my God, I do. Um, I love y'all. I'll be back here in the morning. Somebody say in the morning, 6 a.m. Tell your folks, like Pope folks, I need y'all to show up. I need y'all to come. The people you know need this. And now I, I, I don't even have to say that. Thank you. I love y'all so much. I'll see y'all. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Somebody else needs to experience the love of God. You're the only love of God that they'll know. They need to experience that through you. So do me a favor. Be loved today. Be light today, because that's what's gonna draw somebody. Not being, not being abrasiveness. Thank you for saying that, Britt. Saying of being a, becoming a partner changed your life. I see y'all in the morning. Y'all love y'all so much. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your children. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your word. Thank you, Father. Woo!